Hello, this is uh, Shweta Ravi Kumar Bhagwat and I have with me uh, Samson Hadush um, and both of us are reporting from Mauritius. Uh, we are here for the Indian Ocean uh, training and uh, we are currently training uh, five uh, islands, uh, namely uh, Madagascar, Seychelles, Mauritius, uh, Comoros and uh, Reunion. And uh, the training as such uh, started in February and it's been a six-month process with them where we started off with a residential leg, uh, introducing them uh, to the overall uh, understanding of what is regulation and giving them the best practices and uh, lessons from EU and US. After which, uh, the participants were uh, taking uh, our online course on the regulation of the power sector. Through the three and four months online training, they acquired a lot of knowledge. And uh, the third part of the training is again a residential, where we are here to sort of uh, discuss and uh, have an elaborate uh, understanding of their uh, energy systems. So it's more of a workshop uh, where we have been having a fantastic uh, discussion uh, up until now. And uh, we, uh, so we would like to enlighten you about a couple of uh, things that we learned from uh, the workshop ourselves. So Samson, so when I first uh, got in touch with you and said we have an assignment uh, and I introduced the cases to you, what was your first impression? Yeah, I mean, first of all, uh, I was uh, quite happy to, to have that opportunity. And uh, while looking into the cases, uh, it was the first time that I looked into uh, island cases and I was really surprised by the size of the population, how small they are, uh, and putting it uh, in relative terms uh, with uh, the systems that I know in Europe and uh, other African countries. And that was the first impression that I had, actually. <laughs> I, I True, I agree. Yeah. In fact, I think the scales uh, sort of uh, helped me rethink and uh, rewire my own yeah, understanding. Exactly. Coming from India, you can imagine like wow, 100,000 is one voting constituency. And I came from a country with uh, 100 million people. So <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. Uh, <laughs> and to then be able to design uh, and teach about regulation for a population of that size, it was quite a challenge because... Yeah. Um, it is important and it is definitely a country that we're talking about. Yeah. So how do we sort of adapt and customize? And I think that was one of that our key challenges while we were designing the course. Indeed, indeed. Uh, even, I mean, like uh, most of uh, the focuses that we had, uh, myself included, it was more on uh, developed systems, uh, energy sector in developed systems. So there are some uh, kind of regulatory frameworks that have been tested, that are evolving, that are really changing. But... Uh, also translating that to the context of developing countries and not only to the context of European countries but to the context of islands. That was a, a nice journey, a bit challenging but uh, quite an interesting and it gave a lot of insights on the particularities, specificities of uh, the cases. Uh, basically. I agree with you. I think mm. uh, I have been so enlightened about the way the systems work and just the sheer diversity of how these uh, systems are, like yeah. take Comoros for instance, uh, they are just in the very beginning stage of uh, setting up their system, they are only now looking at setting up a utility, yeah. so regulation as such is uh, still a lo long uh, time away. And look at uh, seashells, uh, it's a bit of a contrast, they have a very good utility, a very good regulator who wants to do, mm -hmm. but they are sort of at locking their horns and trying to find the best way forward. And then you have uh, Madagascar, which 
clearly is very keen. The regulator is very motivated and there is a set plan. But they're struggling and looking at how to electrify the country first. So you see all these contrasts. And then you look at Mauritius, one of the most advanced systems uh, where the utility has taken the lead and has uh, set up um, everything. And regulation is only being considered now. Like almost after 100 years from the journey of uh, electrification uh, from one of the graphs that you presented, I note that. So it's such a contrast and uh, the diversity uh, couldn't have been more pronounced. I think so. It was, I mean, a quite interesting setup, I would say. So we are like countries uh, which have been uh, fully electrified and then they have issues about uh, uh, integration of renewables to their system uh, because their existing system has been configured for uh, like a limited uh, amount of uh, renewables, but they want to push it forward. Uh, and others who are just starting, uh, like Madagascar, has 15% of only 15% of the population electrified, yes. and then the issue is different. And and we have seen that uh, there are specificities that need to be taken into account in designing a regulatory framework that can really work. Uh, and uh, experience sharing between themselves, uh, that was really, really, really good uh, because uh, for us ourselves, I mean, like uh, it has been. Uh, giving us a lot of insights. Definitely. Uh, I mean, what I really found uh, motivated was um, that all the countries, even the ones that are electrified and not electrified, are very keen on having a clean pathway ahead. So clean energy transition is high on their priority list. Exactly. They are not trying to go for quick and dirty methods of electrification, but they want to sort of have a more sustainable Sustainable approach, which I found uh, extremely commendable in their case. Exactly. And, yeah, yeah, even in that, they are giving equal emphasis on renewable and energy efficiency measures. In some sense, uh, they do have a very progressive thought, and I I think uh, we, they will be able to realize this. Definitely. But uh, coming to uh, about what could be the key barriers, I think uh, what we discussed was that the regulatory framework needs to be strengthened. Mm-hmm. So what are your thoughts on that? Indeed, I mean, like, uh, so the regulation could play a big role in uh, electrifying uh, the, the, the countries, especially like uh, La Reunion and Comoros and Madagascar. And uh, it could also play a role in uh, strengthening, I mean, in uh, integrating renewables in the case of uh, uh, Seychelles and Mauritius. Uh, but what we have seen is, uh, so in some of the countries we had like utilities, uh, regulator and ministry, people from these three <laughs> parts of the governance uh, present in the training and then you see the tension between them, the frustration, uh, they all want to do something but they are not, there are no clear uh, role definitions and so on. And probably for those countries, uh, the first thing that they need to do is to really clearly define uh, the roles and responsibilities of the ministry, uh, the regulator, the utility. It feels like it's a bit mixed up in some cases, and that has to be uh, that would be the first step they, they need to take, I guess. Agree. I think stakeholder coordination is the first step uh, that they need to take. Bit, yeah. 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 And indeed, about uh, to, uh, that's, that's uh, an important element when if they all want to attract investment, private uh, investment into their sector. But uh, 
they need to uh, put the regulation, uh, they need to strengthen it, they need to give confidence for private investors as well. And Agree. it's quite key. Yeah? And I think uh, through the last few months of uh, having uh, closely observed the group and the participants, yeah. I think uh, just uh, giving them access to information about regulation has uh, let them introspect so much. And uh, in five months alone, they're able to prioritize their requirements and exactly. uh, plan clearly ahead which is already a big progress, uh, if you ask me. And I think going forward, we will have so much more opportunities to deep dive into these specific issues and uh, sort of uh, coordinate and uh, collaborate with them. I really think, I mean, like we, we, we scratched the surface. I mean, there's quite a lot to do. Uh, they, are, they present quite an interesting uh, cases, uh, the, 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 the islands themselves, their situation. and. I think it's, it has more research for research, for academic purpose, quite interesting for, I don't know, it has a lot of dimensions and the experience that we could share also for other islands, for other countries, it's really valuable, I think. Uh, yeah, definitely. I think the next step for us is uh, to formulate these into case studies, which we can share to yeah. the world and then uh, open up uh, more uh, inspection into the issues, I yeah, guess. Yeah, indeed. I think uh, this is the start of uh, something big, yes. something beautiful. Totally <laughs> agree with it. And it's a lovely, lovely team to work with, the yeah, entire definitely. group. Yeah, definitely. It has been fun. It has been really yes. uh, enjoyable. So thank you, Samson, for uh, joining me on this lovely podcast, my first podcast. All right. <laughs> so I hope we both uh, can have uh, this teamwork going. and uh, my first as well. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay, then we're signing yeah. off from Mauritius Ciao. and uh, up until next time. Goodbye. Bye-bye.